This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Meet the Mets. Meet the Mets. Step right up and greet the Mets. I had to play it again. That's how we started the last one a couple of days ago, and that's how we're going to start this one as the Mariners met the Mets and they beat the Mets. The first team to take out the Mets in a series so far this season, and this one could not have been more entertaining. There was so much to love about it beyond the series when you had, of course, Paul Seawald returning to take revenge against his former team. Two out, second and third. The payoff. Swing and a miss, a slider, top of the zone, and Marte is down swinging, and Paul Seawald comes back to his former stomping grounds in Flushing and gets out of a major jam in the seventh. You had Jesse Winker as the villain waving to the fans in New York. Finally comes set for the belt, check second. He delivers. Swung on and blasted to right field. This is well hit, and it is gone. Jesse Winker has done it. Clubbers a three-run home run, and we are tied. A brand-new ball game in Flushing. The boos rain down as Jesse Winker trots around the bases. And, of course, they beat Max Scherzer in game one. Next off on the way, swinging a ground ball fair inside the bag at first and down the right field line. Rounding third, heading home is Toro. Up of the ball is Marte. The throw in going to be cut off by McNeil, the second baseman. A run is in, and the Mariners have a lead 2-1. to one. And you can't say enough about Julio yesterday. Shreve stares home. He sets, now fires. Swing it. This is a rocket deep out to left field. Canna's watching, and this ball is gone. Torched by Julio, number two this year for the Mariners rookie. It was obliterated out to left field. Julio Rodriguez has tied this game in the sixth inning with his second career home run. We're even at five. So every game in the series with one run, a 2-1 win against Scherzer on Friday, losing 5-4 on Saturday, coming back with well, a hold-on time win, 8-7 yesterday against the Mets. Here was Julio who reached base five times in the game, including that massive home run. Here's what Julio said after. Did you just wake up feeling good today? It seemed like everything inside you were able to make contact with. Uh, honestly, I feel, I feel, I'm, I, yesterday I felt pretty good too. I feel like I just carry on today, but today I was able to get better results, that's for sure. How were you able to kind of bounce back from that base running issue that you had there in the, the second inning? Man, I feel like I just, if you're not, I know I know that was a play that I just happened at the beginning of the game, and I know that was definitely my mistake. But I feel like if you don't learn from those situations and learn how to move on right. onto the next page, you, you're just going to get stuck in the moment. You're not going to be able to provide later in the game for the team. What were you looking for on that pitch that you got the homer for? Uh, I'll be honest with you, I was trying to shoot it to the right field, though. Right center field is too, my two. I was, I was on my two strike approach in that one, but I was able to get my head out and be able to drive. Does that kind of tell you 
about your swing a little bit? Like if, you, if you're looking for a, an opposite field approach and you're able to pull it like that, just kind of tell you where your swing's at? Yeah, for sure. It just, uh, that's, that's basically what you're trying to do with two strikes. If you're able to get it out there, you, you're just going to react to it. But my, my, my thought process is just to drive right center field. How big was that walk too? The one that set up Mike Ford. Great, great. I feel like that was probably my favorite at bat. That was able to put him put him on, and he was able to deliver a big hit for for us. Yeah, just do you feel like the game is getting more normal every day? Like you know, you said you move on from this, you, you're adjusting, you're learning things every day. Do you feel more normal with each passing day? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I feel like the more the more you're around it, the more you're around, the more you see stuff. I feel like the more you the more you adjust. I feel like. That that's something that I feel very comfortable, like kind of stepping out of my my comfort zone, kind of like learning and see what they're actually gonna gonna try to do to me. So I feel like right now it's it's me feeling more slow. I mean, like this series, you saw Scherzer, mm -hmm. you know, and then Cookie, and then you even saw Bassett was very different, does a lot of things different. I mean, you're seeing the full thing. Here. Yeah, it just it just it's just cool to see uh, new things and kind of be able to learn because I'm I'm pretty sure I'm gonna face another down the road again. So. Being able to get that first look and kind of like learn what, what they do, it, it was pretty good. And how about Scott's service after the game? Well, that was a uh, very entertaining series. 3-1-1 uh, games. Uh, would have preferred them not all be run, one run, but we'll, we'll take it. Uh, you know, it starts with the guy on the hill. I think, you know, if you could take away the, the one inning from Robbie Ray and all of his starts, uh, he would probably be on pace when the Cyan game. It's really good, just to that one inning. Uh, but I will say after the fourth, um, for him to kind of regroup, go out there and put two zero, zeros up was huge. That was really the key to winning the ball game and giving us a chance, uh, not having to go to the bullpen too early. But uh, offensively today, um, you know, huge day for Julio, obviously, after a, a little gaffe there uh, early in the game on the base running. Uh, credit to him. Uh, he was able to regroup, uh, didn't let that get into the rest of his game, and then continue to have a great game. Big homer by Cal, Mike Ford uh, contributing. Uh, but obviously, uh, you know, all those good things happen today. We don't win the game unless Diego Castillo kind of puts his last three or four outings behind him, uh, goes out, makes some quality pitches against some really good hitters late in the game, second and third, to, to get the two punch out. So happy for Diego. He's been struggling a little bit. But the one thing I'll say about uh, Diesel is uh, he wants the ball. He wants to get back out there. He knows. He had a little bump in the road. Hasn't happened to him very often in his career, and uh, he got it straightened out today. Huge shot in the arm for us. We don't win the ball game, obviously, unless he can, you know, somehow get the punch outs laid. And he did. He's got a great slider, and he found it today just at the right time. So, great Daddy series. He looks like a heartbeat guy. Is he kind of a little heartbeat out there? And kind of with all the noise and everything, not a, not a terrible person to have there? I, I think oh, he's absolutely the best uh, that we have. And the fact you, you realize this guy has uh, closed, uh, closed out World Series games. You know, he has been in that moment uh, in the past and executes. You know, he keeps throwing your pitch. He's got a really good slider. He got it in good spots today, and, and he had great results. So happy for him. Uh, that's why I gave him the big hug after the game. He, did, he deserved it. Scott. in the road for Steck, though. What happened there after that first out? It looked like maybe he would cruise. Uh, I don't think you're ever going to cruise against this team. The Mets put the ball in play. Uh, they don't swing and miss much, and, and they found some holes, and they were tough at bats. Give those guys credit. Uh, they've got a good lineup, uh, a really scrappy group over there. And, again, you know, the left-hand hitters put the ball in, uh, in play and you know created the inning for them. So uh, um, I knew it wasn't going to be easy uh, winning two out of three here, but uh, and it wasn't. Uh, but glad to, to, to win a series against these guys. Scott, how long did it feel like it took for Whitson to make the called strike three after they appealed down? Uh, yeah, I know there's no question. I think if he doesn't call him out there, it's, I'm no longer in the game, obviously. But, 
He clearly went. Uh, you know, a tough pitch. And again, uh, I think Alonzo's probably leading the league in RBIs. I mean, trying to put the best matchup for Diego. Uh, it's not ideal to put the bases loaded where a walk could get you, but we trust Diesel. Um, he's going to throw strikes. He's going to execute, and that's what he did. It's a team that hasn't lost a season series this year, especially how you guys came in after that tough homestand. Just how big was it to come in here? Well, I think sometimes when you get on the road, um, it really brings the team together. You know, everybody's here for one purpose. We're here to play baseball. Spend more time with each other in the clubhouse, hanging out. Um, and you get refocused. Sometimes at home you can get some distractions. So it's good to get off to a good start on this road trip. It's a big trip for us. Um, just getting back to playing good baseball. Um, you know, good pitching today when we needed it. Uh, and certainly a, a lot of clutch hits uh, from some younger guys. And, you know, Cal Raleigh's been struggling. That's a big hit today. You know, Mike Ford just joining us. Big knock today. So a lot of guys chipping in offensively. Everybody feel good heading to Toronto. So the trip continues to Toronto starting tonight as the Mariners take on the Blue Jays for three. Flex and Kikuchi, a very interesting game one matchup. Gilbert Barrios, that's another interesting one. And then Marco against Gosman in game three on Wednesday. All 407 first pitches will take the air an hour for the pregame show before each one in what should be a very interesting series. Good start to this road trip, a very tough road trip. Three more against the Blue Jays, four against Boston next weekend. So good start, though, to this one. So we'll see what happens. In the meantime, George Kirby pitched on Saturday. Shannon Dreyer, very fun conversation with George Kirby. I was off to a fine start in his Major League Baseball career, including a lot of talk about just his amazing outing, his first time out in a big league uniform. George, it's great to catch up with you, and I'm just really curious, just so much in the last week, what has it been like for you? Yeah, it's uh, it's been an unbelievable experience. Um, a lot of emotions going through my head uh, the day I got the call, and even even now, uh, just a surreal moment. I've been working at this my whole life, and uh, finally here, just happy to compete with the, the guys here, and uh, it's just been a special week so far. I love how you've been able to take it all in. Some guys come up here and they're just like, I have to close everything out. And I remember James Paxson didn't even know there were fans in the stands. But you were, you have been able to take it all yeah. in. How do you do that? The biggest thing for me is just kind of just be who I am and be calm. And, uh, you know, I had a nice uh, cheering section up there in uh, the middle. So <laughs> I could hear them pretty good. Most of the time I usually kind of zone that stuff out. But, uh, yeah, it was just... Uh, unbelievable to have all my family and friends here and uh, you just got to take it in first day I was here I was just looking up just beautiful day and uh, it, was, it was awesome you were lucky in that regard that you got the beautiful day that doesn't always yeah. happen in May <laughs> yeah I was super stoked about that it was a uh, beautiful baseball day 60 degrees wherever it was uh, couldn't ask for a better one so take us back how did you find out you, were, you got the call uh, so we were in Frisco Texas and uh Thursday night after the game, our head coach, CeCe, and uh, pitching coach, Sean McGrath, they both were like, hey, can we get you for a sec? I was like, all right. Kind of had a feeling. But, uh, yeah, a lot of emotions. I've been with McGrath for five years now from school, so that was a special moment to share with him. Called my parents right away. Yeah, just a lot of emotions going, and it was just an awesome day to experience. What did you tell them? What, what, what were the exact words? Uh, yeah, I think it was like... I was like, hey, guys, I think I woke him up, too. It was pretty late. I was like, hey, guys, uh, I'm a big leaguer now. And, and my dad and mom started crying a little bit. So did I. Happy cries. And it was just 
great conversation over the phone, and they were just super happy to share that moment with me. When did you come out on the field for the first time? What do you remember about that? I was here Saturday. Yeah, I just walked around and just took it all in. Um, it was good to get my just get acclimated with the team the day before, and uh, it was just it was good to see some familiar faces, that buddies I know from spring training. So it was just a great day. Uh, just tried to take it all in and enjoy it. Your rowdy crew, tell me about them. Yeah, so I had like five or six Elon buddies, former teammates. Um, the rest are all my high school buddies. I've known them since elementary school. Uh, they, they promised me that they'd be here on my debut, and they kept that promise. So, And I gave them like a 12-hour notice, and they, they came through, and uh, it was just great to see them. Did it help to hear them out there? Absolutely. Having some familiar faces in there, it, would just, it just felt awesome. I just really appreciate those guys. Who out there had you known the longest? My buddy Rocco, Rocco Macri. He's uh, he was my first friend in preschool, four four years old. Been friends since. Everyone else too. Like I've I've known him since kindergarten. So it, it was just awesome. Yeah, it was just an, it was an awesome sight and sound. And I, 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 as far as I'm concerned, if you want to take them everywhere, that's fine. It was it was a special. Really added to the whole experience forever for everyone. What did you tell yourself before you walked out on the hill? Um, I just had to just be myself and you know do what I did to get here. I told Luis before the game, you know, well let's mix it up. Like I don't want to be, you know, just relying on my fastball. Like I got here for a reason, um, and I've been doing a really good job of just using all my pitches and trying to command those in the zone. So that was my game plan going into the day. Just tried to get a good control of my breath and, you know, just trying to be calm as possible. And it's hard to do that. Uh, a lot of adrenaline flowing. So I just tried to just be even keel as possible. And uh, it worked out in my favor for sure. We didn't see it, but it, it was moving quickly there for you? Absolutely. The, <laughs> the moment I stepped into the building, um, I was my heart was pounding pretty good. <laughs> That's awesome. What's something that somebody did that maybe kind of helped slow you down? Just talking to Skip, too, before the game, he was like, like I said, just, you know, be yourself. Um, you know, that that's just a good reassurance to have, like, especially coming from the manager, too. Uh, it was just, yeah, him and mental skills coach Adam Bernero just kind of always helped me with controlling my breathing and stuff. Um, so all that, all that really helps when you, especially in that kind of moment. All right, all you kids out there, remember, got to breathe. It's, it's the number one thing out there. You strike out the side in the first. I'm sure there's got to be. I know you have confidence in your stuff, but there's got to be curiosity. You saw him in the spring training, but in the regular season, what are the reactions I am going to get with this? How did that pitch, uh, how did you know the fastball in particular look Yeah, to um, I thought the fastball was great. I, it had a little more run than I was used to, um, which actually played in my favor. It was kind of an inconsistent movement profile that day. And, you know, I ended up did. I threw more fastballs than I'm used to, but uh, I was locating them really well, and I didn't see a lot of great swings on them, so I kind of just kept kept going to it, and uh, it worked out pretty well. You said you reworked the slider in between spring training and, and now. Why did you do that? For me, um, being able to throw my slider more like my fastball, just a lot more natural, and um, I really want my pitches to be like velo-based, so... The 88, like 91 mile hour slider I have right now is a little shorter, but I think it plays a lot better off my fastball. And if I can locate on the outer half of the plate, um, 
it'll be a real weapon. So that's something I've really been focused on the last couple of weeks, and uh, I've been doing a really good job at it. And it feels just a lot more natural than you know trying to get around the ball and trying to sweep it as much as possible. We've seen the overlays, and they're insane. How much do you use technology to help with where you're at with those things? I, I love looking at all that stuff. Uh, my vertical ride, my fastball, horizontal and vertical movement on my uh, changeup and sliders, same with the curveball. You know, I kind of have like a couple numbers I like to stick into. Uh, you know, if I'm going past this certain number, it's not my best pitch. I'm doing too much. So I try and like stick to a certain um, stats for sure. Um, but all that stuff's great to look at. All the video, you learn a lot from it. And it's a great resource to have. And there's a lot of great guys that provide that for us. So It's a totally different game, but it's very interesting to learn. I think it makes it more accessible to us. We understand what you are doing better. Yeah. After all that, we're going to take it back to the backyard. Tell me about Rye, New York. Grew up there. My I've been living, my dad grew up in the same house we're living in right now, so we've been there our whole lives, whole families from Rye pretty much. Um, it's just a small town right near the water in Long Island Sound, uh, short trip to the city. But yeah, it's just a great small town, though. There's some BJ Surhoff, the Moran brothers, a couple of guys, the big leaguers, so um, it's just great to get that recognition out of there, and it's pretty sweet. You said you've known since elementary school this is what you wanted to do. How, how did you fall in love with the game? I'm just trying to enjoy it as much as possible. As a young age, I was always, you know, I was pitching, I was catching, I was doing everything. You know, that's what makes it really fun. So uh, just always having that attitude about it um, really just kept my heart in the game. You could talk to a kid about baseball and playing baseball. I mean, when I saw your group out there, I thought that that's an advertisement right there. You know, this is what you want. What would you tell kids about playing ball? Yeah, I just you gotta have fun with it. You gotta enjoy it, and um, that, that that's the biggest thing. But you know, it, it it's a grind for sure. You know, if you want to get this level, you gotta you gotta sacrifice a lot of things. But um, ultimately, the biggest thing is just to have fun with it because. It's a beautiful game. There's a lot of good people in baseball, and uh, just a great spectator sport too. So just enjoy it as much as you can. What was your best moment on the field before you hit college? I threw about 150 some pitches my sophomore year to to win the section finals for our high school. First time in 30 years. That was definitely the one of my favorite moments. Yeah, sure is. <laughs> Do you remember how many strikeouts you had in that game? Uh, it was probably around 8 to 10, I think. Okay. Um, I got hit around, you know, it wasn't one of my best performances. I think they had five runs or something, but uh, my coach tried to take me out several times, and I was like, you know, this is my game. I'm not coming out. I want to win this for us. Um, so, yeah, it was that was unbelievable. Great, great day. As a kid, did you go to professional games? Yeah, I grew up a uh, Yankees fan, so we'd always go to Yankee games. Uh, Love watching Jeter, Posada, Hideki, Bernie Williams back in the day. Um, yeah, I loved doing that. Uh, most of the Yankees games, never really went to uh, Shea, Shea Stadium at all. <laughs> and now you're going to pitch at City yep. Field. I mean, what's that going to mean to you? It's not Yankee Stadium. That'll come up, but pitching in your home stadium. Yeah, uh, I couldn't ask for my start to line up better uh, had a 
great crowd here in Seattle, but I'm going to have even more people in New York, and it's just great to see the support I'm getting and, uh, you know, be able to pitch in my hometown for my second start is unbelievable. Lastly, what's been the best part of this week for you? Definitely my debut for sure, but uh, just being up here, this is awesome. Uh, I worked my whole life for this, and uh, being able to share it with these guys and go to battle with them every day, it's a pretty cool experience. We've enjoyed it too. George, thank you. Thank you very much.